0: Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. It's the KLP aftermath. Get, get ready! What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. <laughs> yo, yo, yo! It's like Deal Double G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy J Radio. We're taking over the radio. You're locked in with KLP. KLP. It's going down. It's crazy. What's up, y'all? This is Beyoncé, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is KLP Aftermath Season 2 with your host, KLB Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to the studio Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's another new week, but guess what, y'all? Today is February 1st. We are finally into the second month of the year 2022. I'm super stoked about February because February is a great month. And I, I want to go ahead and, and Tyrus, he's ready because he's, he's been itching for me to make this announcement all day. So here it comes, T. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, we're officially bringing back our Black History Month Core Values video series for the month of Black History Month in this month of February. I am so excited for this because if you guys remember, we did do something like this, kind of similar. This was back in, I want to say 2019 and 2020. I can't remember, T. I can't really remember what year we did this, but what we do and for all of my emory university people all my Uni- emory university fan base if you guys don't know what what we're doing of course every year or at least almost every year kennedy lucas and associates my marketing firm and KLP entertainment media label we come together to celebrate black history month this in the month of february and what we do is we take a footage of Uh, whoever we're in, we're not interviewing, because we're not interviewing, but whoever we're making a story out of, it's kind of like a mini kind of documentary, a mini video. We add some animation towards it. We add a little ump for it, of course. Now, if you guys don't know, we do own an engine here at KLP Entertainment. It's called Video Hive LTD, the official uh, engine that we use for our, our, our shows and our films. So, I'm very excited to announce that, yes, we're bringing back the core series, of course, for Black History Month. We actually did edit or one of our core series videos today of course we're going to be talking about robert uh, ash starting tomorrow you guys are going to see the video hopefully you guys enjoy the video because we will talk about uh, robert ash we have a special kind of special video that we put together i'm so stoked about the outcome and i really do hope people um everyone enjoy our core value series for black history month um, we're gonna try to do two uh, black history uh, cultural icons per week within this month of February just to help us celebrate um, I've got like of course Kennedy Lucas and associates we're, were we're there we're working really hard to make sure we get um, very iconic people in the series so it's just something we've we've done extra for our social media our YouTube uh, our Instagram and our Facebook and for the first time ever we're bringing the core value series to Spotify video so I'm so so Stoked about it. I'm just really, really happy about it because it is video. Um, of course, once we upload it to Spotify video, it goes to Amazon Music, it goes to Audible as an audio version of it. But the video side of it, and this is why I love Spotify right now, even though Spotify has been having their heat with their stocks and two artists getting their music off the catalog and of course joe rogan's thing i love spotify because now i'm able to give you guys a audio version of our podcast show and also a video version of our podcast show too and that's how we came out with the idea of like hey the core value series let's have it for spotify video too because a lot of people uh, can see it they can watch it so uh, because it is a video, these series are going to be a video. It's going to be catered to the Instagrams and the Facebook and the Twitters, and also my TikTok. Follow me on TikTok, guys. If you guys don't know, yes, I do have a TikTok, over three thousand followers right now on TikTok. So follow me there. But we're able to bring the the core value series for Spotify video. I'm so happy. I'm so ready. I'm so stoked about the core values. That's one of the things that I look forward to every February, every Black History Month, because it's a celebration about our culture. Uh, Um, For all of you guys who don't know, you know, obviously, I'm an African-American here. Um, KOP Entertainment, we are a Black-owned business. Kennedy Lucas and Associates is a Black-owned business. So it feels good. That, of course, Emory 94.6, the radio station, to which you're, you might be listening or watching on, or Swanky 93.3. We are at a, a, a fully Black-owned business. So that's why we get so excited for February and Black History Month and celebrating. Um, shout out to my friend Erin Taylor. She I saw her today, and she, she wished me a Black History Month. And i think this is a, a thing for all people out there if you are in the black uh, african american culture and you guys know if you're in the community make sure you tell your brothers and sisters not just your physical brothers and sisters and your siblings but your actual out there community your brothers and sisters a happy black history month today's the first start of it i'm super stoked about it of course uh they celebrated all over different radio stations all over the world uh in particular you guys know the breakfast club charles Mingus god did his donkey on the day but you know he celebrated he was so happy because today marks the first day of black history month and this is our month this is our time to celebrate um this black history so it, it's just one of those things i get so so excited for um, so to my brothers and sisters out there happy uh black history month for sure um so I wanted to, uh, and I know T, I'm going to stick to the this, this, this script here, but I do want to kind of get off script a little bit because there's a bit of a big elephant in the room, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's pertaining a little bit to Emory. Um, I, I wanted to clarify a lot of Emory uh, University or Oxford College of Emory University or Emory Healthcare or Emory Sewanee, I wanted to clear the air a little bit on the show because I wanted to make sure people understand our policy, and understand what how what we do for Emory Radio is how we do it. Um, it's no shade. I'm not angry. I'm not disappointed. I just wanted to clear the air because I know there's a lot of people who. Go to either Emory University in Atlanta, or go to Oxford College of Emory University, or go work at Emory Hospital or Emory Healthcare. Um, I just wanted to clear the air a little bit before we roll on with the show because I think a lot of people kind of get kind of confused um, when it pertains to our social media. I do want to clear the air a little bit out there too, and if I may, just take like five minutes. Uh, Tyrus Lester. Shout out to him. He's our producer. He makes sure he's our actually he's my line producer and my time producer. So um, we have to make sure we stay on time. Um, I wanted to clear the air uh, again on the podcast. Go on record real quick. Um, how the way we run our social media is how we do it. Um, yes, we do use algorithms. Yes, we do use tags um, within our posting. What we do is when we post something, we're posting and we're tagging Emery affiliated Programs, whether it's a student-run organization, whether it's a non-student or a run organization that someone started because Emory Radio, us, we are not a student-run organization. We are an organization that is powered by KLP Entertainment, my business, and we carry the Emory name. Um, we did patent the name Emory Radio, but we you notice in our logo, we don't use the official Emory logo because that is copyright infringement and that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. So that's why we don't patent our media when it comes to Emory Radio or KLP Aftermath. Um, and certainly we don't patent the Emory name on KLP Aftermath anymore. If you guys remember season one of KLP Aftermath, we called it KLP Aftermath Life Memory. But since we do things in our studio now, we don't use the Emory name anymore um uh, when it comes to our podcast. So it's kind of void with KLP after map title. Um, I do want to, uh, understand the people out there who do have a Oxford college or an Emory university in Atlanta or an Emory Sewanee, um, affiliate program that has a social media. If you have a big social media following, yes, we do use you as a tag. Um, we believe in community, uh, coming together um, because we're in a unique situation to now, um, back when we didn't have people coming to classes or coming on campuses, we were very social distancing. So we use tags and we use different organizations' tags so that way we want them to come together as a community. Um, If you do not like it that Emory Radio 1 is tagging your account, let us know because We'll, we'll, we'll stop. Right. We're not going to keep tagging you if you don't like the tags. Um, I had to run into one of the I, I think it was the Oxford campus that um, they didn't the writing center. I think that's the name of they didn't like how we were doing their tags a lot. We um, And we'll use them. And again, not putting them out on blast, not throwing shade, throwing stones at them. But they followed our account, so we thought it was okay to tag them in certain posts because maybe, it, because in writing, they have, they're called the, what's it called? The Emory Writing Center of Oxford. I, I think that's the name when we prepare our shows we have writers to help us prepare our shows i'm a writer actually for uh, obviously our shows, so i I write our shows out so when we tag them we thought it was deemed appropriate they didn't like that we tagged them a lot um we are guilty of it klp entertainment we are guilty of tagging the same accounts a lot and we learn to not tag the same profiles on every post we kind of diversify a little bit that's that's on us i'll be full responsible for that um but we will never ask an organization to share our post we never have we never will so i say that to say to all of the organizations that is emory associated we would like that you share our post but we won't ask you to share our post if you remember this radio station was called live 94.6 The Grizz, and that was not affiliated with ggc george ornette college We ask that for GGC affiliates, if you want to repost our our content, that's fine. We will not ask you to do that. We have a marketing team. We have marketing skills. We have marketing ad, marketing for social media. So we know how to market our our business. Um, I just say, you know, if you want to reshare our our podcast or Vox TV or something that we're doing like tomorrow, if we upload when we upload our, our core values, you want to reshare it. That's perfectly on you, but we will not ask you to do that because we have a team that helped market our radio station, rest assured. Um, to all of the uh, organizations out there for all Emory campuses here in Atlanta, um, if you do not like it, how the way our business is run, um, number one, again, no shady. Number one, you don't have to watch our shows. You don't have to listen to our shows. You can block us on Instagram if you if you do so. Um, we will not be but heard about it. We will continue to run our business. We will continue to run our show. We will continue to do what we do to make it good. Um, I have had a lot of organizations that want to, Collab and work with me. It's just we got to stick to COVID guidelines a little bit. We've had people that wanted to work with us and want us to reshare their their event they have going on. We'll be happy to do that for all Emory uh, schools, universities, hospitals. We would be gladly to do that. We've done it for GGC when this was the GGC radio station. A lot of GGC RSOs wanted to share, wanted us to share their stuff, and we did, and we made gold out of it, and they had a great turnout. So uh, to all the Emory student-run organizations, departments. If you want us to share something you got going on, uh, let us know. We'll share it. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, for all of those RSOs out there who hate that we tag them in certain posts or hate, don't like what we're doing, perfectly fine. You can block us. You can not subscribe to us at all. We will not be butthurt about it. We're going to continue to roll with the punches and roll our show. So I just wanted to clear that out to you because that did happen Today um they didn't uh this are so the writing center didn't like that we tagged them in one of our posts and they kind of not grand slammed me on the media but they kind of did i mean i'm used to and t it's not again i'm not butthurt i'm used to people uh, leaving bad comments uh didn't like what i was doing um i even had trolls right i had this one troll Bully on my personal Instagram account I end up Blocking him because he was just being a flat out bully It comes with the territory of being a public figure It comes with the territory of running A media label and running a show I'm used To it by now I've been doing this for 12 years So I'm used to the hate comments I'm used to people not really liking What we're doing Um, but I just wanted To clear the air a little bit on the show if you're An Emory uh, uh, Emory University affiliate And don't don't like what Emory Radio is doing um, You cannot subscribe to us And we're going to be fine so just wanted to clear the air out but we're going to continue on with the show ladies and gentlemen because i have quite a few things i want to talk about here on today's show and i'm so excited to talk about it and it's just one of those things that i've got to talk about it for sure let's talk about of course that sony and bungie acquisition that's been all over bloomberg technology of course you can catch bloomberg technology on their channel and also a little snippet on our channel vox tv but I wanted to talk about the Sony Bungie acquisition that happened, I want to say two days ago now, because by the time you're hearing this, I'm going to be kind of late to the game. But every YouTuber has been talking about it, and I wanted to talk about it here on the show because that that's a huge acquisition, right? It's a huge acquisition. I think a lot of people think that they did that to compete with Microsoft's recent acquire of Activision Blizzard. And I wanted to clear the air for that too because um, I think... Uh, a lot of people are saying that the deal is closed with Microsoft and Blizzard. Ladies and gentlemen, that deal is not closed yet. It's a sixty, I, I, I'm on that, $68 billion business. Of course, the Federal Trade Commission is stepping up and getting involved with this deal and making sure that the back end is clear legally. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's stop saying that this deal is closed and Microsoft owns Activision. Not yet. The deal is not closed yet it's not closed yet there's there's a lot of things that goes on to these kind of acquisitions especially microsoft with that big acquisition now it's been proven yes that is the biggest acquisition that a game uh, microsoft can make in game history let's I mean, i'll give them that title but for i'm hearing a lot of people say yeah they own them now yeah the deal is not closed yet there's a lot of things that has to be ironed out Um, We did hear that, of course, the next four Call of Duty games are going to be coming out for both Microsoft and PlayStation. So to that point, that deal is not done yet. So there's a lot of things. Of course, I'm very concerned about Microsoft right now because the Federal uh, Trade Commission is involved with this deal. Um, so there's a lot of things that they're going to look at. That's the federal trade commission. You cannot mess around with that organization. They will catch every nook and cranny to make sure things are legal with this acquisition. So I don't see, I, I do see that them owning it. I, I do see that they're not going to find anything. I do know that. I, and you know, it might be 2023, 24 when the deal is officially closed and now it's under their umbrella, um, but the deal is not closed with, with Microsoft and Blizzard. But I also think that it's not a competition that Sony said, "Okay, let me let's let's do this because Microsoft did this." I don't think Sony did uh, buy Bungie for that. Um, I saw a lot of YouTubers say this, and this is kind of interesting because uh, Bungie did the original Halo, and Halo is owned by Microsoft. So it, it, it was a funny thing that that happened. Um, what I want to see from this deal and i think this was a three billion dollar deal i might be wrong on that number t i can't remember the number but this acquisition is very important because i do want to see destiny 3 i know a lot of people talk about destiny a lot of people talk about destiny 2 and i played both both was fine you know you can catch actually destiny 2 right now on playstation 5 which is great because i played it on ps5 because it was a free upgrade for me um that was pretty good Disney 2 was pretty good it was pretty I, I liked it I liked the multiplayer I liked the online a little bit I did dabble a little bit in the story mode so I do like how Disney 2 played out on the PlayStation 5 but what I want to see is I want to see PlayStation make their mark now I want to see that PlayStation um, go out and make Destiny 3 I want that's, I want a third Disney game honestly I want to move on from Disney 2 because Disney 2 has been out for a while right um, in Bungie's statement, uh, we saw it on the PlayStation statement that Bungie is hiring different people for different roles. And it's interesting because a lot of companies right now are hiring for different roles. Um, I saw Marquez uh, Brownlee's video. He's hiring for his studio. That's fantastic. Congratulations to Marquez Brownlee. He's doing some great things, man, honestly. But anyway, uh, Bungie is, is hiring for different positions for the upscale of Destiny's online, well, Destiny 2's online portion of the game Um, I do think that they're looking for different people to work on the next game because Pete he's I forget his last name but his first name's Pete CEO of Bungie said you know we're looking for people talented people to work on Disney 2's online player and beyond So that means that they are making more games for Destiny. I can't wait for Destiny 3. I think Destiny 3 will be a hit. Um, What I want to see for Destiny 3, and this is speculations because it, it hasn't been announced for Destiny 3, and that's not what I'm saying, but I do see Destiny 3 coming in the future for PlayStation 5. They might make it an exclusive, but then again, Sony did say they are an independent, so I do believe that Sony might say, hey destiny 3 could come out for xbox as well but we have our name stamped on it so it's interesting with this uh this acquisition i think this is a huge move for playstation it's about time that playstation is making these moves though because if you look at the demographics a little bit if you look at it xbox is buying every studio known to man that you that you would think and you know playstation has some acquisitions has some partnerships with some different developers but it's very interesting because you have all these these big players like Xbox buying these bigger players like Bethesda, uh, Activision Blizzard, which the deal's not really done yet, and so much other studios. Um, Ninja Theory is another great one. Um, and you have PlayStation that has Bungie, uh, Insomniac Games, uh, Sucker Punch. So it's not a competition, it's just... Uh, companies, um, PlayStation, Xbox, they're doing their thing out to make sure that they get the best for their systems, especially when these next-gen consoles are coming out. Um, I did watch a video uh, from Alana Pierce. Shout-out to Alana Pierce. I doubt she's listening to the show, but um, she did talk about this acquisition. She does want to see a third-party staying independent. I kind of want to see that too, because honestly, I like it where there's a a third-party out there that's on all platforms and their games are just great third-party uh companies they produce well well made out games as well so it's very interesting we're still kind of early with the acquisition phase uh when it comes to xbox and blizzard um It's the same kind of concept with Sony and Bungie. Yes, it's acquisition. Yes, it's out there in the news, but even that deal is not even hundred percent closed yet because they still have to iron out some things with their acquisition. So it's just, it's interesting for me. It's interesting that a lot of people think when, Hey, I acquired something, Oh, the deal is done with $3 billion. No, that's not the case. There's legal, there's lawyers, there's contracts. There's, there's different things that goes on with this acquisition kind of thing. And I think a lot of people. kind of getting it a little bit confused thinking that these deals are done 100 done they're not 100 done so um sony's doing some big things though i cannot wait for sony um there's been and some people say that oh thank god sony's doing something because they have nothing coming out which is crazy because we are in the month of february and this is why i said beginning of show t february is a great month simply because uh horizon forbidden west is one great game that's coming out getting it day one by the way and i will do an in-depth review because i will be talking about it in my um to in our shows of, uh, um, well, our, our, shows obviously, but we're going to be talking about it on element magazine as well for the month of February. So that's why it is so important for sure. Now let's get onto the sports news. Cause I know I haven't talked about sports news that much, and I try to diversify for you guys because I have a lot of people that listen to the show and listen to the tech side of the show. But I do now, and believe it or not, statistics, and I looked at our viewership analytics, a lot of people loved the sports side of the show because I like to dabble into sports. And boy, this is a big one right here. You guys guys know, y'all want to know what Brian Flores is doing. So Brian Flores was the ex-coach of the Miami Dolphins, of course. He is suing the NFL, the Giants the Dolphins and the Broncos claiming racism in hiring process. Of course, the former Miami Dolphins head coach, Brian Flores and shout out to Aaron Taylor because you know, she's trying to get it. And Aaron. If you're someone watching the show, I want you to pursue your dreams in the NFL. Cause that's all you, you talk about the NFL a lot, but you told me that Brian Flores was a great coach. I've seen some of his work. He is. He is great coach has felt, phil- Uh, He's filed a class action lawsuit against the NFL, the New York Giants, the Denver Broncos and the Dolphins claiming race uh, racial discrimination in the league's hiring process for coaches and executives. Of course, Flores Flores filed a suit in the South, uh, excuse me, Southern District of New York on Tuesday and his accuses Dolphins owner Stefan Ross of offer him one thousand dollars every for every loss in an effort. Uh, excuse me, in an effort to tank for the number one draft pick during the 2019 NFL season. This includes texts he alleges are from the from New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, demonstrating that the Giants conducted an interview with Flores while knowing that they intended to hire Brian. Um, Debo as head coach so it can go it can go a lot of ways It, it sucks and I'm gonna just say this honestly because it really does suck that racial discrimination still exists still happens in today's society it drives me nuts. I hate that. I really do. Um, there's a lot of jobs out there that I've applied for that I know and I, I, I'm just alleging. I don't know 100% where I've applied for and I just didn't get it because they looked at the non-black guy and say, oh, we'll hire the non-black guy instead of this black kid. So um, luckily, Emory didn't do that for me. So thank you, Emory. <laughs> but it it's just it sucks that racial discrimination does happen uh, out here in the world. I hate that for Brian Flores for sure. The suit alleges that the Giants interview Flores simply to satisfy the NFL's Rooney Rule mandate requiring the teams interview minority candidates. Uh, of course, my, uh, Michelle Still, Of course, she tweeted Brian Flores' class action lawsuit against the NFL. He is being represented by the same firm that represent Harvey Weinstein victims and former Fox News employees in the discrimination cases. Of course, more goes on for this for sure. Of course, the NFL uh, responds to Flores' lawsuit. This is the what the NFL said. The NFL and our clubs are deeply committed to ensure equality. Okay, so I now they're, I don't know if this is true. I, you know, this is just what it says. And every company says this because they're in heat. Every company has said this. Now, this is what the NFL says. The NFL and our clubs are deeply committed to ensure equality. Excuse me. Equitable uh, employment practices I don't think I said that word right And continue to make process Improving uh, Equality opportunities throughout Our organizations Diversity is the core of everything we do And there are a few issues On which our clubs And internal leadership teams Spend more time We will defend against these claims Which are without merit Alright First of all I I want to see an end result right NFL statement every company and I hope the NFL is watching and I'm, I'm not shaming the NFL I'm not slandering them I'm before some people in the comments put twist is my word I'm not shaming the NFL I'm not slamming the NFL but your statement every company says that when they get some heat Honestly, every company will say, oh, that's the equality is the heart of what we do that. Everyone has said that every company that has that now. Do I want to see Brian Flores win? Um, Maybe right? And I say maybe because I don't know the ins and outs of this law case. I'm not in the internal meetings with, with Brian Flores. Brian Flores don't even know who I am so there. I don't, I'm don't. i not in there with his lawyer to find out what's going on. So that's why I say maybe to this case because I want to see some retribution. Uh, do I think uh, racial discrimination is real? Yes, absolutely. Racial discrimination happens every day and that's something we battle and it's not to get political uh, bring politics into it but we battle that stuff every day so it's just one of those things that it's a sticky situation for the nfl um I, I, that's why i'm saying we're gonna follow the story and we'll we'll get back to you guys on that because there's there's a two-way street to this right there's all there's a two-way street to this uh two-way street that brian's allegations is true and you know it's he might win but then again he's going against the NFL the National Football League that powerhouse of sports one at least one of the powerhouse for sports so it's kind of tricky that Flores is going and challenging the NFL um now, if he end up winning, of course, he'll probably get a settlement. And, you know, he can't work in the NFL no more. But, I mean, maybe it's time for him to retire. You know, he's looking, and, and this is just me speculating, Brian Flores is thinking two ways with this. He can win this case, improve his allegations, and, of course, NFL got money. You can't say NFL is broke, ain't got the money. NFL got money to just blow. So they'll probably settle up, and, of course, it, this will allow Brian Flores to retire right because a company if you're suing a company you can't work for the company again like if i ever you know god forbid i've worked jobs before where i really wanted to sue the living crap. my last job dealing with amazon i i wanted to sue the people that i worked for within amazon but see if i did i knew not to i'm not going back to that department not going to work for amazon again never will really i work for a great institution so it's not going to matter to me that much but the point is, Brian Flores, if he does decide to sue, pursue that lawsuit, and if it if he wins, he'll get a settlement. He's going to retire because you cannot find <laughs> there are no clubs want wanting to hire you after your allegations. So it's also tricky, right? Because now you got Brian Flores. What if he loses the case? Right? It happens. People lose cases every day. If Brian Flores loses this case. Not only he doesn't have a job, you can't work in the NFL because no club, no club's not going to want to hire you. So it, 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 that's why I say it's a 50-50 chance. Um, I'm looking for the best result we'll get back to you guys on that for sure because that's a sticky sticky situation for sure so now i'm looking at team tyrus is saying my time is running short here on today's show hopefully you guys enjoyed this uh KLP aftermath podcast please remember to like comment and subscribe to the channel if you're watching us on youtube at daily motion and subscribe to spotify videos spotify uh our radio pandora iTunes and Amazon Music and Audible and share with your friends to let you guys know that we were live. So that's going to wrap it up here. KOP Aftermath with your host KOP Kennedy Lucas. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. As always, remember to stay safe, drink water every 15 minutes and stay swanky. It's the KOP Aftermath. Get, get, get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 yo what's, what's crack, crack like this? double g Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy J. Hey, radio. We're taking over the radio. You're Locked in with KLP, Kennedy Lucas. It's going down. It's crazy. <laughs> what's, what's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94.